Hello, my name is Lewis Foyer, and welcome to My Business is Your Business. This is a great time to be looking at our business. And what we're going to do during this podcast is spend just a few minutes thinking about what do we need to do for next year? But before we do that, my goal is to help you understand last year just a little bit. And so I've got about five tips for you to consider because we have a lot to consider in one year as we even begin to plan the year that's coming. So keep this in mind and maybe you could use some of these tips at your next staff meeting. Number one, let's look back at last year and the things we've done. And what we wanna make sure we do is not do the things that did not work. It didn't help revenue. It didn't help our brand. It didn't help our image. And you know what? It didn't help our customers in any way either. There's lots of things. People walked around for days saying, I'm not doing that again. I'm not going to that meeting. I'm not really gonna switch these phone calls to another line. I'm not gonna keep redoing this website. So make a list of what we learned and begin to identify what we're not going to do again. It could have been costly, too many errors, too many chances for mistakes. We need to make sure we start 2021 with a new perspective on what's good for the business. And now, number two, think about cross-training. You know, we never know when we'll be short-staffed. We're not exactly sure when we may need extra staff to help on the phone or make a delivery or just to clean the shelves in the store. Cross-training has always been important. But you know, maybe after all we've been through, it's time to reconsider what we need to do to have other people be effective at helping other people in the departments right next to theirs. Can't begin to tell you how important that is. So little cross-training is going on in the business that sometimes even when a phone rings, people walk by the phone and never even pick it up. That's sad. They say they weren't trained to do phone. Huh. I bet they were trained to cash their checks. They were trained to go into their bank accounts and see if you paid them. But they also know if they walk by the phone, it's okay, because they missed that class on what to do when the phone rings. And number three, we need to be flexible. You know what, we're so tired of hearing employees say, I wasn't hired to do that. Let me tell you, Everything in your job description is a part of your job, but I can assure you that all the parts of your job are not in that job description. You need to be flexible. You may have to do more than you've ever done before. And possibly as a manager, we need to remind our staff that your job description is probably one that needs to have a little flexibility that even when I hire you, we talk about your job, there's no doubt, there's a possibility in six or eight weeks, this is going to change. Because in order to be viable and survive and to thrive, we need to alter the job descriptions of the people that now work for us. 
And you can tell some staff for me, if you're not willing to change, I hope you are willing to change jobs. This is not going to stay the same. It's going to be different. And next, let's take a look at technology. For some, it's been a minor part of the business. For others, it's major. The whole role of telemedicine has changed. Maybe we need to review the technology and the software that's offered in the market that allows us to have family meetings. Maybe more comfortable Zoom meetings for family with instructions. Maybe we may even alter our hours so that we can meet with a husband or wife or a caregiver or a partner and explain how we're gonna take care of mom, how we're gonna turn on the concentrator, how we're gonna clean the nebulizer. Maybe we need to find technology that allows us to tech message people in an emergency, to let them know we're on our way to your house, that you need to be available. Spend some time doing a review of all the software applications that may be appropriate for your business. Maybe we need to change our business model. And next, let's talk about marketing. You see, it's great to be accredited and it's great to have wonderful products. You may be selling the best in the marketplace, state of the art. But you know what, if no one knows about it, if no one's not aware of what you have, you have nothing. And so getting the message out is important. And constantly, I've heard people say, we can't afford to go there. We can't afford to add, put an ad in that magazine or, or attend that fair because we have dollars committed to other things. But you know, in most businesses, sometimes up to 20 to even 30% of their money is put into marketing. Let's start 2021 looking at all the marketing opportunities that will be afforded to us. Let's see what they cost. Let's see if we can plan a way to participate in those we at least think are going to bring us the greatest visibility and the enhancement of our brand and the best investment for our dollar. And finally, let's look back at the ways we could and should have stayed in touch with our customer. Maybe some we haven't stayed in touch with at all, but maybe 2021 for you is the year of customer engagement. But how are we going to do that? In the new year, we'll be doing a, a podcast just on customer engagement. But I can tell you, we need to be staying in touch with the customer as regularly as possible. Don't wait for them to be sick or need a piece of equipment. It may be that newsletter, an occasional phone call. Maybe it's a quality assurance check just to make sure they actually know how to keep the equipment they have clean, that the delivery went okay. You see, for years I monitored customer satisfaction surveys. Folks, I've looked at hundreds and hundreds of them. I wish they meant a whole lot. Sometimes people with, with major complaints never even take time to fill out a survey, but they certainly have no qualms in calling their physician back, telling other people in the assisted living facility, or even calling a neighbor 
saying, if you ever need a pizza, don't call them. You see, we need to prepare. Prepare for a hurricane that may come that we're not even aware of. We wanna be aware of the problem before it even explodes. So this is a great time to look ahead, but don't look ahead until you've had a chance to look back. Look back even at areas where business used to come to you but is no longer coming your way. Do a zip code check. You see, you probably can go back in your business and see where all your business is coming from. Wouldn't it be interesting to find out after you do your research that certain parts of your community are not calling now? Certain physicians are no longer sending you business. That social worker or case manager is no longer calling to order. Do a good quality analytical review of 2021. In spite of the crises we all experienced, there's something to be learned. You know, you probably even should be tracking your emails. Just because you think you sent out a message doesn't mean we've opened it. You see, the average open for most emails is only about 14%. So if you're doing mass emails and you're trying to reach all your customers, it may not be working. Look back, spend a lot of time at looking at products that sold, or maybe some products you bought that are not selling at all. Is it because of advertising? Is it because you've never mentioned them? Maybe we need to do some training with our customer service reps on the phone and, and go back to that podcast that I, that I did many months ago called By The Way Selling, reminding people who call, by the way, did you know we sell X, Y, and Z? You see, there's much to be learned from our own experience. I'm telling you, as a business consultant for almost 40 years, the best education comes from your own staff. Let them be a part of your planning for next year. Keep in mind, they live and breathe your business every day. Let them be the consultants of the week. And try this experiment. Get your whole staff together and give them this question. If this were your business and you owned it, what are some of the major revisions you would make from what we did last year? And if you own the business, what would you like to see happen in the coming year? Put the onus on the staff. Make sure they have a, an emotional investment in the business. I've always wondered why we haven't used staff and our colleagues at work as our best consultants. Oh, I could tell you and come into your business and spend a day or two and tell you what's wrong. Probably wouldn't be a best use of your money. The best use of your money is to talk to your staff, encourage their contribution, encourage their advice, solicit their input, and then, then reach out to your customers, reach out to your referral source and say, we'd like to be a better company, but not for us, for you. And if you could share your advice 
possibly in the coming year, we could institute those plans and programs in our own business. Remember, it is your business, but customers every day are investing in it. They purchase their oxygen. They may even purchase a gift in your store. They're investors. And you know what? Investors want to deal with companies who continue to improve and continue to care. To care. And you can improve by looking back and moving forward and making next year the best year ever. I hope for you a couple of things. One, that you'll continue to share my podcast with your colleagues. That would be a great honor for me. And what also would be important is to use these programs for staff education, orientation, and building revenues. And you can also visual see this program at my YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. My channel's called, of course, Lewis Foyer, F-E-U-E-R. And you can see all the programs that I put up on my podcast. And I'll try to do my best to bring you the best education in 2021 because I'm committed and I believe my career is making sure my business is your business and you do better every single day. Thank you so much. And please join me again.